On this show, we will discuss elements of the story, which may also include some spoilers. So this is your official spoiler alert. It's okay if you haven't read the book, but if you're looking to avoid having it spoiled, go back, read the book, and then come on back and listen to our conversation. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Not Your Average Book Report, a podcast about children's books where we believe in never losing the childlike joy of reading. My name is Sam, a storyteller by trade. That sounds really fancy and weird, but it's what I do. Kind of, well, I make videos. Anyways, and I read 41 books. I read 41. 41- I read 41 books last year. Thank you very much. I read it. This is what I get for writing out my script. I need to just be authentic. And I'm joined by my co-host and sister-in-law. Who are you? Just tell us who you are. I am Sam's co-host and sister-in-law, Sarah. Um, I... (laughs) What am a I? Former high school I English was teacher a former high school teacher. I was kids. an English teacher. Yes, I have two kids and I love to read. I love books to read. What did you read last year? What did I say? 86? Did you end up with 86? I think so. Oh my um, gosh. Oh, now I'm doubting myself. I think 86 because I made my goal 90. Tell us about your, uh, your, um, your frantic stretch. What was, how many books did you read? I read the last week of the year from Christmas Day to New Year's Eve. I think I read nine books. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what was that? Was it a variety of literature? Was it chiclet? What were we talking here? Mainly chiclet. I knew what I could finish quickly. And chiclet is what I can finish quickly. Uh, what's the, is it Colleen Hoover? Uh-huh. She's like the new it girl of yeah, chiclet, right? Yeah, she is the it girl. I know nothing about her. Um, She's good. She's good. She's not my favorite, but she's okay. good. I enjoy is she, her. Is she worth the hype? Because I just, all over Goodreads, yes. everybody. <sighs> yeah. That's I'm like, all <laughs> is she? <laughs> That's it. Just, it just depends on who you are. Because a, a new book just came out, right? It's like yes. a sequel to her big a one. Sequel to her big one, which oh, okay. I'm on the wait list at the library, and it's like 22 weeks or something. Oh so my, okay. It's fine. It's fine. If it's anybody fine. wants to send me an Amazon gift card, no Barnes and Noble <laughs> gift cards this uh, Christmas. Nope. Mm-mm. I got three. Well, why don't you share? <laughs> uh, well, you didn't you give can... me a present. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get you a present. You didn't, and I'm your uh, co-host. Uh, you didn't get me a present. Yes, I did. What I did can't you believe you forgot it already. I got you one of those Barnes and Noble gift cards. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually. <laughs> oh my god! And we have lost it. <laughs> yeah, we've lost it. Well, you're going on vacation tomorrow, yes. so you're in a different zone right now. Yes, I am already checked out. We are heading to sunny. Florida. Wow. To the most mm. magical place on earth. Gatorland. Yes. The swamp. <laughs> no, absolutely not. The we University are heading, of Florida. <laughs> the University of Florida and sunny wherever it is. No, where are you actually? We're going, going to Walt Disney World. Oh. Can't my. wait. This is That's... just the most magical mm. moment. I'm trying to be happy for you, but all I feel is Be happy and jealous. Well, actually that would be envy. Be happy and envious. Yes, I'm happy and Yes, I'm we're happy pumped. Can't wait. We are just big Disney people and... Give me your... When you think, like, the image that pops in your head when you think, I will be in Disney World next week, what do you see? Where are you standing? What ride are you on? I am standing at the end of Main Street. Not mm. at the beginning of it, like, at the end where you're closest to Cinderella Castle. Oh, 
This is so random. And Sam, I don't always think like this, but when you said, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Nat and I went to Disney when we were just no kids. And we realized that the ice cream shop on Main Street mm-hmm. does ice cream sandwiches, but with chocolate chip cookies. Oh. You get two chocolate chip co- cookies and they put huge scoops of ice cream. And although I won't be having one when we go because Davis can't have mm-hmm. that kind of ice cream, so I won't yeah. do that to him. That's my vision. Like hmm. just ice cream. We eat ice cream usually a twice Disney a day. That's Disney tip too it for is. The parents out there. Yes. That. Even though I did learn that they do have like dairy-free ice cream, but yeah. the cookies would make it. The that, pineapple Dole Whip. That's is, our number one. Is everybody safe. Everybody, everybody can enjoy. And we usually eat like two a day. Nice. We just kind of... All bets are off. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and a sure. popcorn bucket. It's, it's vacation <laughs> and Disney World. Yes. So it's like double. Yes. Let's party calories That's don't right. count. That's right. I have made a deal with my wife that uh, in January or February, we have to take a trip somewhere warm with palm trees. Yeah. Just to have something to look forward to and yes. to get you through the blues, or uh, but also to escape it. Yep. Honestly, I think this will be maybe not Disney World, but some kind of vacation in February, even just a weekend. Mm-hmm. A long weekend is, yep. it's just going to be delightful to yep. get out because January and February. But even to look forward to it to too, to like to be sitting Christmas at work ends. on the fifth straight dreary yeah. foggy day and think yep. about ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yes. Well, speaking of escapism. Yeah. And speaking of dreariness, because the beginning of, of this book is kind of dreary. There you go. <laughs> yes. I should have trusted you. <laughs> you should have. Oh man. That you was doubted so me, but. I did. Like, I shouldn't have doubted you. Uh, we read The Secret Garden by yes. Francis Hodgson Burnett. A Knoxvillian. Yeah. Who, who was a Knoxvillian for a, maybe not a significant portion of her life, but. But a period. A period of it, for sure. Sarah, did you know that this book was published in 1911? I didn't. Wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> when it was released, it wasn't very popular, actually. Wow. In fact, it wasn't even mentioned in her obituary when she died in 1924. Only later did people begin calling it a classic. Huh. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. She started this novel as she was making plans for her own garden at her home in Long Island. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. Maybe the image of yeah. being in a garden. Like, yeah. You're going to write an ice cream sandwich book someday. <laughs> I might. Did you I, know that the robin was based on a real robin she met while living at, I'm going to butcher this word, uh, Matum Hall, M-A-Y-T-H-A-M. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's the home and garden that inspired the story. Oh. Uh, Great Matum Hall in Rolvenden, Kent, England. I am so sorry for everyone wow. that lives there listens to this show that I just offended Keep you. Keep listening to us. <laughs> It's not based on anything in Knoxville, Tennessee, though she mm. did live here in her younger years. Well, that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be about us in Knoxville. Wow. Well, <laughs> right now. And see yeah. why she left January yeah, right? and February are just a bummer. They're just the pits. They're the pits. Did you have like a place when you were a kid that was like your place? Like a treehouse? It could be a room? No. Where was your reading spot when you were a kid? Literally anywhere. Oh, okay. Anywhere that I could find... Somewhere to sit and hold a book. I read a lot of books. Hmm. Yeah. There was not a place that I didn't read. Okay. My mom, I mean, I would bring my book to the table and my mom would be like, we're trying to eat dinner. And I'm like, I'm trying to read the couch, my room. Sarah, do you want to engage in conversation with us? I didn't. (laughs) I just wanted to read. I still am like that, but. We run into the podcast sometimes. I'm like, hey, we need to record. And you're like, no, I'm reading. Literally. I love. I've got my Colleen Hoover right here. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard being a mom who loves to read because 
my children, they love to read, but they want me to like read their books to them. And I'm like, Colleen Hoover isn't for kids, kids. Right. What did you enjoy most about The Secret Garden? Um, well, I enjoyed how being outside changed Mary. Mm -hmm. So this year, um, I know it's uh, February when this will be, um, what's released Released, on the airwaves, released on the airwaves. Um, so a little post new year's, but Mm -hmm. this year Nat and I have aspired to spend 1000 hours outside as a family. Okay. There's, I was scrolling on Instagram as one does and Mm -hmm. came across this account and I was like a thousand hours outside. It averages to about three hours a day. Um, and I have just realized that being outside changes my kids. It changes me. Um, Mm -hmm. they were all a little squirrely right now because like we've mentioned, it's been super dreary and yucky. We're hoping to get about 20 hours. So are you behind on your hours? We are. It's rained for like two straight weeks. We are actually. We're hoping to pick them up in Disney World because we'll be outside for probably 20 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So just being outside, it changed Mary. It changed, Mm -hmm. um, Colin. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did there, were those moments, um, what made them so vivid for you? Is there any specific moment that comes to mind outside or a specific place? It was just, uh, I love this book in the like the early 1900s, just the things that they say where she yeah. talks about Mary getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that being a good thing. Yeah, but yeah. that being a good thing. And, and said just it a lot. A lot, constantly, how fat she was getting, just how much prettier she was, Yeah. Um, which A, is the total opposite of what our world thinks right now. It's yeah. like, be skinnier, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like that she fattened up and colored up and like yep. just being outside changed her appearance. Right. And that just, it was funny and delightful. Right. <laughs> so with that, like this book, uh, it's very old. Yeah. Do you think it's important to read books from different eras yes. and different times? Why? Um, Because if you only read from what's happening right now, you just, it's what reading in a vacuum is mm-hmm. that what it's called like yeah to see where we were to see why it's important to see where we are or mm-hmm. um and sometimes it's like just it kind of explains how we've gotten to where we are but yeah, yeah i enjoy reading things from all over like many yeah. centuries i think i agree just because i mean if you go back even 40 years people saw the world yeah very differently yeah um and this is i mean this book as of now, is 112 years old. Yeah, that's crazy. And so this is like almost like, and even reading it, like there's some things that, like it's amazing when you come across a moment where it's like, oh, we're still like that. And it's like something, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. And it almost surprises you that people back then were kind of similar to right. you. Right, yes. But also it's seeing the world completely differently. Completely different. Just Mary and her experience as an orphan child, mm-hmm. um, Although I don't really know tons of experiences of orphans currently, but just so shocking mm-hmm. how she oh, was. Oh, yeah. The beginning of this book is brutal. The beginning. Yes. If you are reading with this this with kids under the age of yeah. 10, just it's a lot. It it's a lot, lot that beginning. But just her experience that she was just alone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they quite literally forgot her in the house quite literally and it wasn't like she could just pick up the phone and call someone <laughs> yeah. she right yeah. we never hope for tragedy for anybody in mm-hmm. our lives but like if there were a tragedy 
my children have access to so many different yeah. ways of communication that even a six-year-old and four-year-old know how to use mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it's just shocking. Yeah. Isolation too. Yeah. Well, because you think about, what's his name? Um, Colin. Mm -hmm. It sounds funny in my head. I'm like, Colin? Yeah. Yes. Well, he was just alone in his room. He could be hidden yeah. in a house and you have no idea he's there. But even that, like the attitudes back then right. of like, that it was, that it was, I feel something in my lower back. I'm probably going to be a yes. hunchback. And just the different methods the doctors used to right. treat it. Like yeah. There he, wasn't an x-ray. There wasn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't all this medical knowledge. And so I think that's valuable for everyone, but also for kids just to be like, hey, the way you see the world is very different. Yep from people even 20, 30. Very different. And I think I like this book in that it gives you the view of a kid mm -hmm. back then. And so for yeah. a kid, it's like, hey, here's what a kid's life would have been like yeah. in 1911. Well, and early, I did like too yeah. that it was a rich kid and poor kids. It was mm -hmm. both um, yeah. because of, because Dickon was part of it. Mm -hmm. And he and his sister, they were poor. They had 14 siblings, yeah. like they lived in a really small house. Yeah. And so you got their experience too of how Dickon, he had to figure out what life, what to do with himself because there were 14 kids. Mm -hmm. They couldn't all stay in their house all the time. And so yeah. he became a wanderer and a nature lover yeah. and an animal wrangler yeah. and just the total difference because Colin did have power and authority over these people who worked right. in his home right. where Dickon, he had no power and authority over He's people in his house. With the so and he the just became and... friends with Robins and Foxes. Yeah. Dickon was one of my favorite characters yeah. in this. He, he was so yeah. enjoyable. So enjoyable. There were like, it's interesting. I remember reading this as a kid and liking it as an adult. There were parts where I really, really liked mm -hmm. and then parts where I was like, Okay, but I did listen to this. Oh, I think I told you that I did listen to this instead of read the hard copy all was by myself. Was the narrator myself. like an old British lady? Yeah, she was delightful. It was <laughs> so delightful. But can you do a British accent? No. Can you give us like a little preview of what it was? <laughs> and Dickon. <laughs> but anyway, hi. We're coming out okay. to the mall. <laughs> you want to hear something funny though? I was driving and I was listening to it, and I was like, man. They are really hard to understand. Yeah. Had it on one and a half speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make it challenging. It, it was very Especially challenging. Especially where there's a very thorough Yorkshire yes. accent. When, when Dickon was talking, I was like, what? What are they saying? That is not English. Yeah, then I was like, I'm going to have to go else. back and read this. No, <laughs> it was just on one and a half. But the That's narrator hysterical. was delightful. Do you listen to books on one and a half? I listen to like podcasts on one and a quarter. Uh, okay, but you I don't have time for the slowness of the speech. Well, sometimes it's like when why people are you taking... slow yeah. way down. You know that Nat um, sometimes will slow our podcast down to like really? halfway because he thinks you, it makes him laugh. Oh, <laughs> to hear you talk. I was like, so wait, slow. is it because I'm? I don't know. I don't know. No, why he, he just thinks down. it's funny to slow it down. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have Nat done. making fun of me. Nat. That's never happened before <laughs> in my life. We love you, Nat. We love you, Nat. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show. It's time for a few shout outs. First, to Purple Nurse 45, who, Sarah, 
Pretty sure it's my mom. Pretty sure. If it's not, if it's not sorry, thanks, Purple thanks Nurse Thanks to 45. not my mom. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> uh, Purple Nurse 45, maybe Sarah's mom left us a kind review on Apple Podcasts about our episode Wonder. They said they loved the interview with Lily. Mm, we love you, Lily. I don't know if they loved it more than we did because that was just Doubtful. the best time. I really enjoyed that. Next is a shout out to Columbus, Ohio. Um, that's right. All of, I think, Franklin County. I probably should look that up first. But to all of our friends in Columbus, thanks for listening. Um, hey, it's a new year and we need recommendations. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun when we work together on what to read, people. On what to read, people. What to read. <laughs> just kidding. You could comment on our Instagram. You could send us an email. Um, our Instagram is NYA Book Report, no caps, no spaces, or email us at nyabookreport at gmail.com. Or here's a great way you could do it you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. How about that, Sarah? Creativity, yep. huh? And in there, throw in your book recommendation. Any thoughts on that, Sarah? Nope. That's all. Back to the show. <laughs> So talking about things that change and are different from like time periods long ago, mm-hmm. we also never talked about the fact that Colin's father straight up just left. Like, yeah, to go on a to just be like a soul searching. Because, yeah, I don't know, but like he was like nomad life, yeah. and van life before yeah. it was, but j- rich version, it was way ahead of his time. Yeah. Yes, but he, he, he just was gallivanting. Was like, yeah, he was, he was like, you're sick, kid. I can't deal with this, which then it's mm. also like, oh, the need for therapy was real in the early 1900s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, could have been a friend. Of, but I'm like, could you imagine if mm-hmm. you had a friend whose kid was sick and they're like, well, yeah, I've got to go explore Europe. Yeah. I gotta go find myself in Switzerland. Yeah. That was just a little cuckoo to me. Yeah. It's cuckoo. That it, was it all. It is cuckoo. That's uh... a... <laughs> That was my big thought right there. <laughs> it was cuckoo. <laughs> so it was, it was the cuckooness. Was that what resonated with you the it most? Was, what yeah. spoke to you the most yes, in this book? what spoke to me the most. I know I said it earlier, but I just loved how it made me want to go outside. Hmm. Just simple and it made me want to dig in the dirt. I'm not a gardener yeah. in any way. I'm allergic to a lot of things, so I really don't spend time gardening. But then I'm like, you know what? I need to get in my backyard. My backyard's hmm. frozen right now. But when the ground thaws. Yeah. I need to become a gardener. Just get my fingers dirty. Well, let's dig deeper into that because I think a lot of it, it's the most fun part out of it, but there's also the most meaningful part, mm-hmm. I think, is the way it talks about the outdoors, the way it talks about flowers blooming, the way it talks about uh, the moor. Mm-hmm. And the moor, I believe it's a moor, it's just a hill. Yeah. Um, and how it has its own magic to it. Mm-hmm. And this book talks about magic of the outside. I want to read a quote here because I thought this was interesting. I want to get your thoughts on it. One of the strange things about living in the world is that it is only now and then one is quite sure one is going to live forever and ever. One knows it sometimes when one gets up at the tender solemn dawn time and goes out and stands out and throws one's head far back and looks up and up and watches the pale sky slowly changing and flushing and marvelous unknown things happening until the east almost makes one cry out and one's heart stands still at the strange unchanging majesty of the rising sun which has been happening every morning for thousands and thousands of years. One knows it then for a moment or so, and one knows it sometimes when one stands by oneself in a wood at sunset and the mysterious deep gold stillness slanting through and under the branches seems to be saying slowly again 
and again something one cannot quite hear, however much one tries. Then sometimes the immense quiet of the dark blue at night with the millions of stars waiting and watching makes one sure, and sometimes a sound of far-off music makes it true, and sometimes a look in someone's eyes. I think for me it's, uh, she's talking about beauty here, Mm -hmm. and on the most basic level, I love stories that introduce children to the idea of beauty, Mm -hmm. that there is a magic in the world, and... I'm not yeah. talking like the the hooey hooey you know woo hoo magic stuff you see at like, the like Harry Potter. No, not <laughs> even that. But I'm saying joke. like the the table at the entrance right. to Barnes and yeah. Noble with like the tarot cards, yes. and whatever. Um, I'm talking about like that feeling you get of yeah. it really does feel like you're going to live forever. Yeah, like there's there's something more here. Um, well, there's always something about my kids know my children know that I love a sunrise. Mm, um, really? we, out of our kitchen and our back windows, we can see the sunrise every morning. Oh. And I regularly, I'm like, Oh guys, look at this. But, um, one day Harper was like, why do you like the sunrise so much? Really? And I was like, it is just a reminder, A, of new mercies, but also like, yeah. just, it's never the same. And there's something magical right. and beautiful about that. And you've that. seen hundreds of th- sunrises hundreds. in your life. And, and everyone feels... Yeah, and there's still some that, which I have done this, that Davis and I get in the car and drive so that we can see it a little clearer than from our house. And there's something... My kids will drive um, on the interstate in Knoxville and you can see the mountains, the Smoky Mountains in the distance. Mm-hmm. And there's always something that calls us to the mountains. We're like, yeah. oh, we need to go. We need to go. We need to be out there. Um, but yeah, there's something about nature and beauty that just can wake up your soul a little bit. What I loved about that quote was, I think she really captured an experience mm-hmm. of what it's what you see, like the magic of the sunrise, the magic of the stars at night. There, If it catches you in the right mood, yeah. and I do think you have to be in the right place. Um, cause there's so many nights I just walk by mm-hmm. and I don't even notice the star. Like, you know, I've yep. walked through, you know, walking in my house, but sometimes you stop and you look up yep. and you're like, Oh yeah. And there's this little moment. It's gone in a flash. And I just love how well she captures that. I love how she shares it with kids mm-hmm. cause maybe they can't make sense of it yet because right. kids have this awesome advantage of everything's kind of yep. like that for yeah. them. Um, but as adults, it's for me, it does feel like a, a bit childlike mm-hmm. just for a second. Yeah. Then my skepticism comes sprinting back in or, you know, right. The, whatever. the worries of the world, the worries of the world, yeah. but those brief moments. Yeah. And I feel like mine, it always happens in the beginning of summer. Mm. Like the first time I'm outside, I'm thinking of my parents. I was honestly, they live in, mm. um, they have 10 acres and you can stand on their back deck and I'm just looking out and there's a smell of summer. There's the sound yeah. and it just like, there's just a magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think uh, C.S. Lewis talked about like the way beauty works is that you, it's not enough to just look at it. Mm-hmm. You want to be a part of it yep. somehow. Um, and as weird as that sentence is, I think everybody knows that it's true. Yep. Um, there is this feeling of when you see a sunrise, like I, I want something more yeah. here. Um, and definitely in the summer. I, I actually love the spring because for me, like when the daffodils bloom, Mm. is usually for me like that's like the okay we made it yeah it's like the first sign a big Uh, (sighs) yes and in east tennessee (laughs) they're everywhere yes they Uh, are we get a lot of the yellow ones there's Mm -hmm. some white but mostly yellow yellow. just everywhere then the red buds follow and one just learning the names of the flowers and trees as they bloom uh 
I could relate to um, Mistress Mary, quite contrary, <laughs> as Dickens just pointing out different yep. flowers and stuff and just the magic of knowing their names yeah. and when they bloom and, and what they're like as if they're people. Uh, there's just, to me, that's the magic. And this book captures that. And I think that's the experience I most want kids to have and yep. hope they have. And may, maybe that's because a lot of people talked about how much they love this book. Mm-hmm. And I think, I wonder if that's it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I can't speak, everybody's experience is different. Um, I'm not going to try and put mine on everybody else, but I do think like a 10 year old is not going to be consciously aware of it. Right. But they know what it smells like. Yeah. And maybe it's that smell that yeah. makes this book so magical. Yeah. Awesome. That was awesome. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed Secret Garden. I hope it wakes up something, mm. your love outside. I hope or... you go outside. Yeah. Maybe that's, let's keep it yeah, simple. If, if you're just... in East Tennessee, yeah, bundle maybe... up. I <laughs> <laughs> hope you're listening in March. Yeah, <laughs> it's slow, nice and warm, but yeah. this This spring, is kind of cruel that we did this book in it is, the middle of it is. January, um, February. But it does inspire me. I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. some of our listeners will start to create their own secret gardens yeah. or a garden if you don't have the yeah. property and estate for a secret garden. Right. Because <laughs> we all have a little place. We all do. We have a big... Uh, we have enough land and property... To have a secret garden a secret that garden. no one else knows about. <laughs> well, speaking of secrets, uh, we're about to make this not a secret anymore. What our book is next week. Was that like, was this my worst really weird. segues. That was <laughs> kind of creepy i know a secret i know a secret (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna give you you two options for our next book would you rather do beverly cleary the mouse and the motorcycle Mm. or the mysterious benedict society my girl bev you want to do Bev? Beverly Cleary. Mm-hmm. Beverly Cleary? Yes. She was Junie B. Jones. Not Junie B. Jones. Yeah, Junie B. Jones. Junie no, B. Jones, I believe. Not Junie B. Jones. <clears throat> not yeah, Junie B. Jones. You're, you're thinking of Ramona. Yes, Ramona and Beezus. Mm-hmm. Those are like, I can remember getting those from the library at my school uh, in Florida. Really? Very distinctly. Where in Florida? Which? Um, uh, Sable Palm Elementary. <laughs> oh, shout out. In Sable Jacksonville, Palm. Florida. This is not where Mrs. Dunn was. No, Miss Dunn was Ms. Dunn. Oh, um, I missed that. Was up. in Monterey, California oh, okay. at uh, Marshall Elementary. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, I've never read. Nope. Wrong. Eh, Cancel. Uh, <laughs> I read The Mouse on the Motorcycle. Oh. I loved Ralph S. Mouse. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I was in Mrs. Poe's class at Mrs. Providence Academy. Poe. I thought it was fun just to mention elementary yeah. schools. Hey. I love an elementary yeah. school. I love an elementary school teacher. Come yep. on, people. Or I might have been at Cherokee Elementary in Mrs. Garrison's class. Huh. So. Well, awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, let's do it. That's really exciting. Uh, Well, Sarah, you got anything else for our... Stay warm. Faithful stay dry. listeners, stay warm, stay dry. And if it's nice I'll outside, get out there. see you when I get back from Disney World. Oh, yeah. We'll talk all about it. <laughs> well, as always, support your local bookstore, and we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.